ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Welcome back to Peggy and Dion. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Our producer just said, I'm going to walk out, Chris, so don't blow anything up. Oh, is that what he said? Bye, Chris. Oh, my gosh, that was so fun, Peg. I told you it would be a riot. You told me. He's a riot. Yes. That um, is so fun. A riot. riot. (laughs) (laughs) I might talk like that more often. But when you start following Chicago Party Ant on Twitter, and you see some of the comments, you know, now you know that he, it's a he behind her. Right. Um, he's a comedian. Oh, he's hilarious. He's, you yeah. know, Second yeah. City. Um, he's in L.A. now doing the whole real thing. Yeah. With an agent and a Netflix show, Chicago Party Ant. Working on season two. And- some of the comments, I am telling you, are so darn funny. Are, okay, <laughs> like I you just say, pay more attention oh gosh, to I cannot, like that Lori Lightfoot one, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> and I, I was just kind of like, Oh, he just said what a lot of people were, you know, were thinking. Of oh, course, oh, totally. That's totally. awesome. No, he was he was great, and we appreciate him coming in. I know. Um, and love what he's doing for uh, Special Olympics and the Polar Plunge. That's pretty cool. I do think though, tomorrow's weather is going to be super nice. I know. And the Polar Plunge. Yeah. Is- <laughs> We just got, we just got, um, he just flashed, we got flashed on state street. Street. That was fantastic. Um, no, the polar plunge is going to have great weather. I mean, like, let's just be real. That 50 degrees in March is pretty cool for that moment. Very nice. And it's well, everyone, it's well deserved. It is. You know, everyone from the Midwest, like we get it. We know, um, it's so well deserved, but there is something really fun about when they Jump into the really frigid. When it's really frigid. When it's yeah. Really, when it's because really you're stopping. Really you know, that's a thing. What is? That's like a thing with celebrities is to do the, um, to do like a, a cold plunge. Yes. Yes. So now we course. know that athletes do it. Athletes do it all the time. Yeah. There is a thing about going from like a hot shower to the cold tub, right? Like yeah. there's a, what does that do? Uh, it's, like, a, it's like a, it, it's supposed to clear your mind. Like, have you ever done? <laughs> right. <laughs> because you're like, what am I doing? This is the only thing I can think about. Everything else is gone. I can't believe I just did this to myself. Have you ever done the, what's the freezing cryotherapy? The cryotherapy. Have you done it? No, I have not. I have have and and there is definitely something to it because especially if you're hungover <laughs> <laughs> is it a cure it does it it's like a cleanse it totally cleanses you and it's um you know it's like when you do a really good diet where you feel light and you feel clear-headed and that's what the cryo does so i can imagine now i get why I, a lot of these celebrities are doing it on a regular I'm basis. Skeptical. I mean, so this it, is the science. They say alternating between hot and cold water can strengthen your vascular, so your veins and arteries, your okay. vascular walls, and therefore improve integrity of your cardiovascular system. And it also produces and it gets rid of your toxins. So that's, that's it does like, get rid of your yes, toxins. Uh-huh. I see. Oh. I that. So you laughed at me. <laughs> you laughed at me, but I said, I, I, "Okay." My husband and I—we were quite hungover when we did this a couple years ago, and we did it at uh, a place in Edison Park. And I am telling you, it was like I had no hangover after we wow. were done. It, it was absolutely uh, I crazy. Mean, I would like to improve my cardiovascular function. So maybe. Have you ever done float therapy? I really like that. What's that? Where you float in, like it's it's salt water is and you, you float. Like you you lay in these like tubs and you, you meditate, float. right? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I did it years ago. It's been a long time, but there's a couple of um 
places in town, of course, a float 60. Isn't that what it's called? Um, some athletes do that too. I know they really? had the tubs at the, had the tubs at the Cubs, but they had, <laughs> <laughs> they had those pods. Uh, the Cubs did for a while when Joe Madden was there and they would, you, you lay in there for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. You can sometimes have music on whatever, but it's, you're, you, you can't physically sink. Like it, you just, huh. you just float and it's also heard- supposed to purify and get toxins out and stuff. Well, I mean, when I, whenever I'm at, the ocean, and I try to float, I think I must look like the biggest beached whale in America. Like, what is, like, what are people thinking when I'm doing this? But I did not know that it actually is good good for for you. you Well, yeah, and it's like, it's just, it's letting everything, like, every tightness go. Like, I... It's healthy for you to do that. But in cryo, like, I would be so cold. I feel like everything would tighten up. No, there's something about it. Like, you just, you just have to let go of all of the inhibitions about that, and... You know, you've got the the robe, and it's like one, two, three, shed. And How long? Isn't there a minute? No, it's limit? like three minutes. Like the okay. first time you do it, I want to say it's ninety seconds. If you guys have done cryo, give us a call. Tell us. Like, I, I, I want to say you have to do the first time you do is like ninety seconds, and then the second time, and or any time after that, you can do. I think it's up to three minutes. Okay. is what you do. Okay, um, but it's it's not that long. Like you think it's going to be. Um, Three minutes is an entire sports cast, Peggy. That's a long time. Yes, actually, that is. <laughs> yeah, now that you say it that way, you're right. Um, anyways, uh, so fun. I'm so excited that we are back on the air. I know. Um, and that I apologize that I have been absent. I feel like I need That's to explain okay. to people. Uh, a couple of people were asking. How I thought you were on the show. Um, our friend who is at another station, and um, I won't say his name. He um, congratulated me on my monthly show. <laughs> Your monthly appearance uh, on the uh, Peggy appearance. and Dion show. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, guys. So I was very happily retired, um, living a great life. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple of vacations planned, a couple of trips planned. And when Danny Zetterman came to me and um, you know, thought, you know, hey, what do you think about this? And when we, he mentioned your name, like... I was like, yes. And I said, yes. And then my husband goes, what, what were you thinking? Like, what were you thinking? Yeah. Like, you have so much planned. Right. We, we right. have all this stuff planned. Like, now what? You know, and I thought, well, it's only two hours on a right. Saturday. I mean, what could, what, what could it possibly interfere with? <laughs> right. Which maybe my golf game, maybe my platform tennis, you know, and vacations. Winter. Vacations. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of vacations, I have to tell you when we come back what happened. When we were in Costa Rica, we had a major problem when we while we were gone. That okay. was just a nightmare, and I'm still dealing with it at your so home here. Yes. At your home here, yeah. but last week you were not. Last week you were in Florida. Yes, last week I was in Florida. All right. I'm sorry. I need a break. We're we're hanging up now. <laughs> All right, Peggy's going to tell us about some problem she had at her house, oh, brother. <laughs> We'll be back. This is ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports is on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago today. Welcome back to Peggy and Dion on ESPN 1000. 
It is Peggy and Dion, and yes, uh, we are back together, better than ever, <laughs> Saturdays, 11 to 1 on ESPN 1000 here in Chicago, uh, in the First Midwest Bank studio on State Street, the Great Street. It's so good to see. Look how many people are I know. Out. Everybody feels like they're coming I out. I love they're it. Everyone's smiling. Like getting a little bit of, you know, vitamin D. They're Just, not buried in a winter coat. Oh my gosh. It's awesome. It's so good. Uh, so when I was on, um, not my last trip but the trip before in Costa Rica. Everyone can hate on Peg right now. Uh, Yeah, you guys. I know you're going to hate me. So, um, my daughter called me and said, Mom, how come the floor has all these bumps in it? And I said, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, And she said, well, there's bumps in the floor. I'm like, Stella, don't worry about it. I'll worry about it when I get home. And the next day, I'm thinking about what she said to me. And I said, okay, so the day before we left for Costa Rica, I changed the water filter in my refrigerator. And I used an off-brand filter because I couldn't get the old filters because there's a supply chain issue. Issue, Right. And um, when I put it in, I heard this... (laughs) So I'm like, well, it's never done that before. So I pull it back out. And it's like, you have to get on the floor and like, twist this thing in so i pull it back out put it in again turned it harder and uh it stopped so i didn't think anything of it well apparently the water filter because it was an off brand had this like o-ring that prevented it from actually uh connecting to the water hose oh my gosh and the water water was just spraying was just underneath the floor oh my gosh it's a built-in refrigerator so it goes uh, it went under the floor, and all of our hardwood floor <gasps> was buckling, right? So now we have to, from Costa Rica, oh my find gosh. plumbers, which, like everybody, right. no one can do anything on an emergency anymore. You're, you have like a three or four day. Well, the soonest I can get there is Friday. We're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if our floor is going to survive yes. till Friday. Right. So... um Thank you, Service Master, for coming out <laughs> immediately. And they came out and uh, got the big fans going. But they had to, you know, cut the hole in our basement oh, ceiling, geez. and because there was a huge water stain in the basement yes. ceiling. And so now that you know we're back and we're home two weeks, and I have my hardwood floors. It's like the the water seeped through, like where the glue, I guess, would have been. Oh my goodness! So it's and when I talked to our hardwood floor guy, he said, "Don't worry. Once it dries, it actually will go back to normal." And it's not doing that. No, (gasps) it's like like bumpy, like you're, and it's all in the creases. Of course. So it's like where the the glue or something. So now I think I have to change the i don't know what to do i like why you have, to have them replaced i don't that seems know. like a grand undertaking just I, for that i know and I for agree. them not to think and for them to think that it could just dry i know so now i have to i have to deal with that aren't those the worst phone calls oh. i got one from a babysitter once and my daughter was upstairs taking a shower and she calls this was just a couple weeks ago she calls me and she's like hey so not an emergency however there's water coming through the lights in the kitchen oh. and i was like um how is this not an emergency again she's like well the kids are fine okay i guess she was right um so she made her stop taking a shower and i called our plumber whose name is patrick kane come on i wish i was kidding uh kane with a c but yes his name is patrick kane and he is tremendous so anyway so he's in our neighborhood and he knows our house pretty well because we've had a lot of plumbing problems and he can come on a whim he talks a mile a minute but he knows what he's doing he walks into our shower and here the grout had cracked 
Oh. And it was right above the kitchen. And so when, you know, like when larger people take showers, the water, we kind of covered a little bit more. But my daughter, she was little, taking a shower, oh. it was draining was like, right through. What do you mean by larger people? Well, like adults. I should have said adults. Okay. So he's like, so you guys cover up this place. But like when, you know, a little seven-year-old is in there, the water, and she takes long showers. She's kind of a lot. So uh, she <laughs> takes these long showers and the water was dripping through. So he just came through, grouted everything. No problem. But it always freaks me out. We have a hole in our ceiling in our basement because another time, like the the pump from the air conditioner that was spraying water into the ceiling instead of draining it oh, into the. God, thing. I mean, it's like always all something. This, always something, and it's never when you're home doing nothing. No, it never is. No, I know. It's always these like, hey, oh, and it's always the weekend, yeah. so it's very inconvenient for everyone involved. And you cannot find no people. To people have, are so busy right now. So incredibly busy. Yeah. So I, I actually had the original, um, when we redid our kitchen eight years ago, I had filed it online, all of my receipts and everything. So I had the name of the salesman that I worked with and I called his office hoping he still worked at the company. And uh, sure enough, he did. No his, kidding. And his assistant was able to get um, one of their plumbers to come out and uh, take a look at it. And, wow. Or whatever. I don't know what the servicemen, I guess. Um, take a look at it as well. And that was within two days. So they couldn't do it the same day. So, yeah, but now I'm going to have to worry about the floors. And, oh, I, I know. Nightmare. I know nightmare. It's, it never ends. Home um, owning never ends. You had a, such a busy week. Um, yeah. While I was um, gallivanting in Florida, mm-hmm. you were busy doing covering the combine. Yes. So let me ask you this: um, for uh, poles and Eberflus part two. Yes. I from what everything I read. Good reviews the second time yeah. around. Yeah, no, like not was, as much coach speak and cliches. I was interested in talking to them simply because it wasn't an introductory meeting. It was a okay. We've looked at our roster. We know what we're looking for. We know what we want to see. And there were a couple of things that really stood out to me. First of all, when polls came in, I'm sure everybody's already talked about this, but like he looked at all the microphones, took a picture of them, and he sat down and said, "Not in Kansas City anymore." I mean, like it was, oh, and we were great? all there, you know, hanging on his every word. It was very a very authentic moment, which I truly appreciated. And it was the first time that we were there. We weren't wearing masks. So he was actually seeing us, our whole faces for the right. first time, which I thought was was important, was an important moment for for that. But I was I was caught by the way he he named three people when we said when you look at your roster and and he actually is like, well, there's some talent there. But the three players he talked about were Justin Fields, Roquan Smith and Darnell Mooney. And that's Ooh. it. And that's it. Is that why Jalen Johnson was a little upset that he wasn't mentioned? Maybe, but that's all he that's all he mentioned. He talked about what struck him about Darnell was him as a person, his desire to be special, wanting to take his game to the next level and determination to do that, the interactions that they had. So you know that that they're looking for that kind of player that's yeah. going to be super hungry. Um I loved what he said about the offensive line. He's like we're going to get in better shape. We're going to be faster. And I think so as he knows an, that, that as it an just yeah, which is such an indictment on the last regime, right? Yeah. Like they didn't, they weren't ready, and and Tevin Jenkins, like they need to see what he can do when he's in shape, and right. and having Eberflus talk about the, from that first moment. I mean, it was such coach speak to be like, bring your track shoes, but yeah. 
But hey, look, you want to be on this team. We're going to be fast. We're going to be determined. We're going to be purposeful with everything we're doing. And you heard a little bit of that. Um, Eberflus, you're not going to get much from him. You're just no. not going to. And that's okay. That's okay. Win games. And we don't care. You, yeah. don't have to, you can talk, coach speak, and you can you can vague it all over the place. Just win games. Like, do you, something on the field that makes us believe in what you're doing. Did you get a sense from polls whether he is leaning towards offensive line? Um, they don't pick until the second round. Second round, round yeah. So um, offensive line or wide receivers, which there is going to be a ton of. And I did see that he feels uh, as much as obviously an offensive line, the offensive line can make your quarterback better by protecting him, quite obviously, duh. Uh, But so too does a really good receiver. Or is that a free agent type of receiver, an older guy that can help teach and be there and be like the the crutch that Fields can fall onto. You know, he did it with Mooney, yeah. but he needs really that veteran that everybody wanted um, Allen Robinson to be for him last year. But because of that whole divorce going on with him and yeah. the team. Well, did, did you get a feeling like, is it is anything like which was more important to him? Is it offensive I, I line? Or? Did, I, I would venture to say that offensive line probably is where I would think immediately just because of his background as an O-lineman and same with Ian Cunningham, like they, that they both were O-linemen. So I feel like maybe that would be the way that they would go. But this wide receiver class is so fast, Peggy, so fast, more than a dozen wide receiver prospects ran the 40 in the four threes, more than a dozen. And there were a couple in the four twos that later were a little bit slower based on the official times or whatever, but they're so fast. All right. So you had track stars, but you you, do, but you you have have football players. You have to be able to do it all. Remember last year during training camp, they said we could, we have a track team in the wide receiver room. That's what they said. Well, that got us exactly nowhere. Right. So let's, I would, I would think offensive shoring up the offensive line. Here's what I will say about free agency though. Poles is not going to be in a rush. He is going to sit back and let that first wave and let everybody go crazy. He's okay with getting that second or third year player or third, third year, second or third like level of free agency because he knows those guys are hungry. They feel slighted. They want to prove something. So no Amari Cooper. I was just going to say, can we just get Amari Cooper, please? I mean, I would not be mad at that Amari Cooper. But they would have to really let go of some more contracts because if he's like a, what is he like 23 million now? For mm-hmm. Dallas against yeah. the, the salary cap? I'd have to look that up to know for sure. I don't want to say speak out of turn. I, it's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. But I also wouldn't put it past polls to make a move that would make some people say, wait, whoa, really? You're going to let that guy go? Just because he has no emotional detachment to these guys right. at all. Right. And for him, and he has said, and Iberflus has said, we are looking at this roster and giving everyone a clean slate. This, we are not going to come in here with any preconceived, you belong here and you're doing this. Everyone has a clean slate. They even said that about Allen Robinson. And, 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 you know, that means the same thing for Akeem Hicks. So who would stick around? I don't know who would stick around. I don't know. So, but they have 30 expiring contracts, Peg. Right. 30. And who will bring them the most in return of not an expiring contract, but in a trade? Like in a trade. Khalil Mack? That's what I was going to say. But he's. He's older. He's older. He's not. That's not. He's you're not, not getting any first round picks. I mean, you're no. not. First of all, it doesn't matter. Whoever's on you, you don't get a first round pick anymore. Right. Um, so, I mean. And they no. only have five. It's going to be a long draft weekend. They only have five picks and they don't pick until 39th overall in the second round. Wow. That is. Really... I mean, that could, of course, change, but that's. Wow. They don't have anybody in the first, fourth, or fifth, I want to say. That's, again, off the top of my head. My research for the show is really lacking right now. No, I just can't remember. My, I just can't remember. Well, um, that's what but it's not a lot. 
So um, in terms of what else struck you from um, the combine? I hate the fact that they're talking about uh, changing the combine and letting cities oh, bid on I it. Oh, I do too. Like it, okay, the beauty of Indianapolis is, first of all, uh, yes, I'm being selfish right now. I'm just going to be selfish. But we can drive there. It's such a manageable drive. Yep. Everything is connected. Peggy, right. I didn't go outside. Right. I did not go outside until I got in my car to leave. And I drove away from the hotel and left my suitcase there. <laughs> what? Because you check out in the morning on Tuesday, right? So I left it behind the desk. And I went in and I got like a, a Propel water and a granola bar to take for the drive. And I come out and I tip the valet and I get in the car and I go get in the highway. <laughs> I'm driving, 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 getting on the highway to go towards Chicago. And all of a sudden this like empty box slides across the back of my trunk. And I look up to see what it is. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have my suitcase. Were you on the highway? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was only about a 15 minute detour. To oh, go back. no, but still Thank you have God to get I back did. on I did. that. And then I got caught in 5 o'clock traffic. On the Indy I mean, 500, you have to get back me, on that. Cry me a river, but I got caught in 5 o'clock traffic, so it took 25 minutes to get back on the highway. Oh, but thank God I didn't drive all the way home, or I would have had to call friend of the show, Dan Wiederer, and been like, you're going to have to bring yeah. my suitcase home. <laughs> That's <laughs> totally so what I would have done. Oh, my God. I would have been like, who's still there? Who's still there? Who's still there? And I can ask That's him to go pick it up for me. It was like, who's still there? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of home, uh, um, a homegrown guy is coaching his final regular season game. We should talk uh, about this. this the is a big Duke deal. North Carolina game. Uh, Coach K, his final regular season game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Is there a Cameron Outdoor Stadium, by the way? No. I don't know why they call well, it Cameron, Cameron Indoor. Indoor. Right. Anyways, um, I don't, I don't either. Know. That's a Google. Yeah, that's a why weird do they I call just, that? I don't know, but okay. um, <laughs> he has his final regular season game yes. today, and uh, we are carrying it right here on ESPN One Thousand. So, how about when we come back, we talk a little about your favorite team growing up? Yes. Oh, we have to talk about Duke it. Blue Devils. I know. Um, lots of Chicago connections outside of Coach K as well. So uh, let's do that when we come back on ESPN One Thousand. Welcome back to Peggy and Dion on 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. <laughs> you gotta love it when we're oh coming back gosh. from break and Peggy looks at me and goes, what were we talking about? What are we going to talk about next? <laughs> if you guys, well, oh, you could you see could, us on Twitch. Yeah. Okay. Although I don't think, are we on during the breaks? I don't know if we are. Oh. But we just, we just literally catch up. That's what we're doing. We're nonstop talking. Non-stop and Twitch, talking. by the way, is sponsored by Limavati Irish Whiskey. La- Limavati Irish Limavati Whiskey. I may have Irish to take whiskey. just a little sip before we leave. Yeah. Maybe try it. I don't know. I know. I don't have to work on a Saturday night, Peg. I would this like to really know where the cups are. Where's like our little, like you have women here now at ESPN. 1,000 guys, you know, know. we're not I um, hope none of those men drink the Stanley out of the Cup and drinking out of it and passing it, you know. Nobody oh, I got cups here. You guys want there cups? You do. Yeah, maybe. Cups? Eric, oh, yeah. next break, bring it in. We're in our final half hour already, Peggy. I, this I, I don't know how that happens. Um, okay, so today is an incredible sports day. Mm-hmm. Lots going on Lots outside going of uh, on. baseball because nothing is going on. The first thing that I'm going to mention is that the Blackhawks are playing the Flyers. P.S. Did you see the Blackhawks game on Thursday night at all? No. Any of it? Duncan Keith came back. Oh. It was Nicholas Jalmerson legacy night. Jonathan Taves came back from concussion protocol. I was not ready for the emotions. that really? when When Duncan came up and, and Taves and, and Hammer was out there dropping the puck and they were, oh my gosh, it was, I wasn't ready. Oh. It was, oh, I miss it so much. I know. I mean, I and know. it was such a great game. They win in overtime. Man, I love me some Alex Debrinkit. Anyway, that was super fun. Hawks today are um, in Philadelphia, 2 o'clock, 
on ABC7. Nice. Yeah. So Fabulous. I just want to m- n- note that. But then at 2.30, my Ramblers play. Oh. Loyola playing Northern Iowa uh, in the semifinals of the Missouri Valley Tournament. This is a game that Loyola has... Um, they know that they, I mean, they were devastated last week when they didn't win the regular season crown. So today is a revenge game for them. I fully believe they will win today. And the but Bulls have a big matchup against the Sixers coming up. Coming is that up, tomorrow? Uh, Monday. Mm, Monday. Is it Monday? No, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Yeah, see? Uh, Home- hold again, on. Let homework. me check. Let me check. Again, I, homework. Monday homework. against I'm, the Sixers. It is there. Monday. See, this is why we have producers. It's so, Monday against the Sixers. They need to get their act together. They, they need, need to, to end the Oh, my gosh. If, if you're going to beat Joel Embiid for the very first time, Monday night would be a good time to do it. Yeah. And, and, never we, and we are carrying yes. Coach K's <gasps> final regular season game for the Duke Blue Devils. Um, Mike Krzyzewski as Duke takes on North Carolina. What a great way to end it. What a oh, great way to go out. Yeah. Tobacco Road. What a hot ticket to be at that a game. Hot ticket. Yeah. They are now going for $6,000. They're going more more than Super Bowl tickets. Oh, shut up. Yes. Really? No. They were going for $6,000 on StubHub. Well, let me look. Let yeah. me look. More than any uh, Super Bowl tickets. Tickets as low as $3,100. As low. That's what it says yeah. on ESPN right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so I fell in love with Duke. Christian Leitner. I mean, I think I had posters what? of him on my wall. Yeah. He's like the Grayson Allen. Like, the two of them I are going know. to the game. Peggy, of, which, I was way, like 14. Okay, let's not hate. All of these former players have been invited. Can, every, they, keep, can every, they keep Grayson Allen? Just keep him there? At, yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, uh, all the former players have been invited to today's final game, which you can hear right here on ESPN oh my gosh. tonight. And it, it was killing me because of the number of, who? how many was it? Uh, that he, 200, all 208 Duke players who have played for Coach K um, had been invited. 96 confirmed to attend, including wow. your Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner, yeah. And... Grayson Allen of the Bucks will be taking time off wow. to go to the game today. He can take well. off time off. Well, those two should sit next to each other and talk about what it's like to be so hated. So hated by everybody. How did you like Christian Leitner? Like, I what? Was such you were a... such a good girl. <laughs> I well, mean, it was, seriously. It was, I was Is all it about... The bad boy that, it's that bad boy thing. Really? Is your husband <laughs> like that? Is he like a bad boy? <laughs> Because the nicest no. girl. I mean, did you hear how hard I laughed? No, my <laughs> husband is not at all. Oh my gosh, no. When the nice girls like the bad no, boys. No, that's not it. Peg. Like, you just want to shake them and go, oh, honey. Do you know honey? what, Peggy? At the time, I was so obsessed with sports and they were winning. And it was so, I remember, I'm like, the, the turnaround shot against Kentucky. Like, I loved it so much. I mean, this is the same time that I wanted to go to Notre Dame for college and didn't get in and I'm still bitter about that. But I had like if they were on the cover of Sports Illustrated, it was framed in my room, right? Like I loved it so much. So that's that's what it was. I, I know I had Duke t shirts and um like I was way into way into it. Yeah. Oh okay. So that's so, that's why. Um now that you are a transplant Chicagoan, yes. Can you name the Chicago area basketball players that played for Coach K? John Shire. Okay. Well, that was the the easiest one. (laughs) Go on. And that's it. He's a current player. He's from Whitney Young, but I'd like to say Fenwick, okay, because before. um, Tell me. DJ Stewart. I okay, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Okay, um, Jalil Okafor. Jalil, oh yes, I know Jalil Okafor. Okay, he's got a new one coming from um, 
Shire's first recruit is from a teeny tiny Christian school out in the burbs. Help me. Somebody help me. What's his name? Jaden. Jaden. A, a teeny tiny Christian school yeah, out it's in a the small, burbs. Uh, small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'll it, find the name and I'll tell you because you're going to, and then I'll be like, duh, Dion, why couldn't you remember this? Oh, um, okay. Anyways, uh, Jabari Parker. Oh, right. Out of Simeon, right? Jeez, Dion. And hello, oh. Chris Collins, Glenbrook oh, North. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe it might have had some. Sorry, Coach. J.J. Taylor out of Kenwood High School. Kenwood Academy? Kenwood, okay. Yes. That's, oh. that's the newest John Shire recruit of the 2023 class. There's, I'll uh, tell you who me, I okay, covered the most that um, I remember was Corey Maggetti out of Fenwick. Corey oh. Maggetti, like that was, I, when I first started in Chicago at CLTV, uh, I think I had him on my show um, because he was big high school player here and went to play uh, for Coach K at Duke. But then there were there's some other names that n- I, I, listen, I don't know if anyone's going to know any of these. So okay. uh, Sean Dockery out of Julian in 2002. Okay. Weldon Williams from Crete Moni. That was 1982. Do you know what they called that class? What? The class that saved Coach K. How funny is that? The back that in 82. Is unbelievable. Because the class that, was, that saved Coach K. Wow. That was wow, uh, wow. the Johnny Dawkins class. Um, what was Weldon what? Uh, it was Weldon. Sounds Hang like on. a wrestler's name. I know, doesn't it? Hang on, I got to find it. I just lost uh, it on my... Jaden, oh, is it Shut? S-C-H-U-T-T from Yorkville Christian. He's a 6'6 oh, York, guard. Oh, Yorkville. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that he's uh, going to Duke. Oh, okay. Weldon Williams out of Crete Moni. And that was 82. That was the class of Johnny Dawkins and Jay Billis. That saved Coach K. How funny. 40 years um, ago. Joe Cook out of Lincoln. These are all the older players, like back in the 80s. Um, Michael Thompson out of Providence. Okay. He ended up transferring to Northwestern. And uh, Phil Henderson, also of Crete Money. Wow. Yeah. So well, he's had a great... I mean, he loves his hometown of yes, Chicago. Yes, And he has always done very That's well. That's why he wants to come back here for That's why, the regionals for NCAA tournament. Yeah. Is that fair to put in your request? I, I just, I mean, I <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. I like the... He's Coach K. The, he's Coach K. I like the, uh, like the audacity of it. And I like the fact that he thinks they'll actually accommodate him, which they, they probably will. will. I know. I know. Well, look at the, they all, there's always a reason behind the matchups. Like if they right. see a matchup that is going to market, you know, this coach left this school and right. now he's, course, he's coaching against them. Um, they, they love those matchups. So, so when Loyola gets in, they're going to have them play a team from the A10 because that's where they're going next year, something like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, but in the whole sense of the whole Dukies and, and Coach K, when I was playing high school basketball back in 1981, um, <laughs> <laughs> his niece played, and I want to say, I might be wrong, so if anyone knows this, um, his niece, I want to say, played for either Mother Garen High School. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other schools were over by Holy Cross. Um, and the reason I remember was when we played them, her name went all the way around the back of her jersey. <laughs> it, it formed almost a complete circle, Shashesky. And we were all just that like, gosh, I always fantastic. thought Kaczynski was bad, but Shashesky. And he was a new coach at Duke. So it was before everybody really knew Coach K. Um, but I did because I remember she played in, on the Northwest side in the girls' no Catholic doubt. League. Yeah. 
So that was that was my little thing. Someone um, on Twitter's just asked us if we forgot about Corey Maggette. Did you say Corey Maggette? I said Corey yeah, Maggette. missed that, yeah. Yeah, I, I said Corey Maggette. I swear I was Fedwick. I swear I was Um Yeah, no, because I said he was on my show on CLTV. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You, you said that too? <laughs> Wow. I'm like, sorry. What I was am I now Jayden doing the show with Jayden my husband? Jaden shoot. I need to learn how to say his name. You're like my it's husband now. Like he says he's listening. Oh no, my husband's not listening. And then he'll repeat like just the last part of what I said. Yeah. Almost to prove that he was listening. Uh, when he really, really right. wasn't. He's no. just mimicking back what I said. He's not actually taking it in and remembering yes. it. Yes. So he's listening or he's hearing, but not listening. So that's what I'm asking of you, Dion. I know. To please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't my just mimic. producers <laughs> call me out all the time. Mike Johnson will always say, I'll wait till you put down your phone. And it's like, it's true. He's like, OK, what did I say? I'm like, oh, crap. You caught me again. Oh, no. Are you I'm one really of those phone people always? Well, I'm not always on my phone. I'm really but good about it. you have to be home. because of. But I just feel like I'm your job. Yes. And and I think you know me well enough to know that if I get a text and I need to respond to it, if I don't do it in that moment, guess what? It's not going to happen. I'm going to forget. And like yeah. two days later, I'm gonna be like, oh, I responded in my head. I just didn't do it. Literally do it. Yeah. It drives me bananas. We only have one. Is it one more segment? Is that one it already? Segment? Yes. Holy um, heaven. I would like to give nod to um, one of my coaches um, when we come back. Because think, Talking about Coach K. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that we are airing the Duke-North Carolina game right here on ESPN 1000. Later Tonight at 5 o'clock. Yeah. So, um Nod to the one of the greatest women's uh, college basketball coaches in um, he is definitely in Chicago history. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to to talk about him when we come back. You're getting this teasing thing down oh, really well. Peg. Oh, that's what my husband says. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll be back. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. You know this song. Yeah. What is it, Peg? I'm I'm too busy dancing to talk. (laughs) Queen B. Queen B. Oh, it is? Uh, Yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy in love. What do I know? I I told you. I am hip and happening. That's what I'm going to say over here, Mm. me and my pleather pants. Mm -hmm. We just, um, Limavati. I just had to look at the pronunciation again. I just, our Twitch is sponsored by uh, Limavati Irish Whiskey. And we're about to take a sip because we're on our last segment. Yeah. And we're allowed to, apparently. I, which I did not know you could do it again. Uh, shoot, I didn't know that either. I didn't know you but could. But I don't have work this afternoon, so. Right. And if, if the nice. FCC wants to tell us that you can't do it, then we're. No, no, then we're going to tell them that, that the boys drank the whole bottle. We just took a sip. Which is pretty funny. That is. That that bottle is almost empty. It, it is, I know. Okay, Although cheers. You, I'm going to have to post the photo of Peggy really struggling to get it open. <laughs> cheers to cheers, our, our show, which is, um, is this the fourth is this, this is f- only your third, <laughs> but my fifth, okay? If we're keeping score at home, you've only been here three times. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry. I it's got good. stuff. I got stuff good. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay, hang on. It smells really good. It's, um, it's, it's not like... Oh, that's not like it's burning very at all. 
Yeah, very Ooh, smooth. I like Limavati. that, Limavati. You want to sponsor our show too, Limavati? Um, hello, hello. Limavati. All of a sudden, one sip and I can pronounce it. <laughs> like, how does that happen? <laughs> the magic of <laughs> that's amazing whiskey. So we yeah, were talking delicious. about um, Coach K and his final game at Cameron Indoor Stadium, and I, like an idiot, said, "Well, is there a Cameron Outdoor Stadium?" And you did your homework. And yes, of course there is. That's where the football team plays. Oh, Peg. I did not know that. So well, now you know. Apologies for that. Sorry. Um, Tip of the cap, though, to all of the Chicago Dukies who have played for Coach K. And um, tip of the cap to another coach in Chicago who is going into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, Doug deserves Where he deserves to go. Doug Bruno at uh, DePaul. And I am telling you... He, what he has done for women's it's, basketball is just amazing. Yep, so, it sure um, is. he likes to, I'd like to joke that he did not recruit me and then he will correct me and say, I was not coaching that year that you came out of high school. Uh, so did he want to recruit you? He would have. Well, I worked for him when I was did in high really? school at Resurrection High School on the Northwest side. I, I did stats for him on the bench when he was coaching the Chicago Hustle, which no was the women's pro team at the time. So I did the shot chart. And wow. that was where I first learned about shot charts. And um, at the, oh, there was like Deborah Wadi Rosso, um, Janie Fincher. Fincher, yeah. yeah. Um, Liz Galloway. Yeah, I'm trying to, now all the names are starting to come back to me, the women who played for the Hustle. But I went to his camp and no anyone, kidding. my sister-in-law went to his camp. We didn't know it until one day uh, we were all talking about playing high school basketball. And I said something about Doug Bruno's camp. And she goes, oh, I went to Doug Bruno's camp. And I said, I went to Doug Bruno's oh, camp. Wow. Every girl, I think from the mid 80s until I, don't, I, I think he still is doing it, should or would have gone to the Doug Bruno camp. And you will understand when I say defense, what your response is supposed to be. What is it? I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So that's what you used to have to, like, they would yell, the coaches would yell, defense. And we would all have to yell back, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, um, he was just, he's he is the so best. tremendous. He's so tremendous. Can we just say, and right now, he has a freshman in Anissa Morrow yes. who has 20. Four consecutive double doubles. Her last regular season game, uh, forty-one points. Oh my gosh! Rebounds. She's ridiculous. They are playing in the quarterfinals of the uh, Big East tournament today. Wow, she's unbelievable. And you know the story. He recruited her mom, and she chose Nebraska. Wow. Yeah, I did not. And her know sister's that. on the team too. Oh, oh it's an I incredible story. It. He no Doug is such a delight to talk to, and he's so. Um, I love his passion for the game and the women's game specifically. Like, it's just really, well, he's, and he, he's such a legend. Like, it's just awesome. He calls himself a feminist because he truly believes in advancing women's rights and women's causes, and especially yes. in the game of basketball and in the sports world. I had this interesting conversation with him once. I was um, doing a panel discussion, and I mentioned that I did not consider myself a feminist because uh, I just don't, I, I don't agree. I, I don't like all the labels of, for everything. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I just don't agree that I'm supposed to, I have to believe in everything that they believed in. And Doug was like, Peggy, you are a feminist. Yeah. What you do for women's sports and for girls in the game. And he said, absolutely, you are a feminist. So, like, he made me realize that um, 
anyone who supports and encourages and not only encourages our daughters to dream, but shows them how to act on those dreams. Totally. Totally. And us ourselves act on it. Yeah. So. I love, um, congratulations, Doug, for going into the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. So deserved it. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. And we are coming up on the 50th anniversary of Title IX. And we at ABC7 are doing a series of stories on on this to kind of celebrate this moment. And I'm going back and researching the past and moving into the present and then where we're going in the future. And I'm super excited to bring all those stories to life and to be able to share those stories. Because what's amazing, Peggy, is 50 years later, there's still a discrepancy Mm -hmm. between... That women are still fighting for equality when it comes to playing the sports that they love. Um, we've come a long way, but still a long way to go. And it's and Doug Bruno has been a big part of celebrating that and well, should be celebrated as a result. The other part of Title IX, because it is an education act, is that it opened the doors for women to go to med school and law school and go to some of the higher education yes. uh, learning that the, they used to not take female applicants. So it's really quite amazing how far-reaching Title IX mm-hmm. has been, um, not just through sports, but in education as we well. We would not be doing this radio show. We would not be doing the we would not be doing the sports reporting jobs we have without title nine absolutely believe that so thank Um, you danny zetterman for being a feminist yourself (laughs) (laughs) he is he is it's okay um peg yay thanks for coming today Uh, well thanks for having me (laughs) our true thank you though to chicago party ant oh my gosh chris witoski thank you so much for joining us you are a just super fun check out his show on netflix she's dion i'm peggy we'll see you next week bye guys